All right, well, let's turn the Word of God to Matthew chapter 2. Matthew chapter 2. And uh, we're read this familiar story. Matthew chapter 2. All right, Matthew chapter 2. We'll read verses 1 through 11. Matthew 2, 1 through 11. It says this, Matthew 2, beginning verse 1. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. Diligently for the young child. And when we, ye have found him, bring him me word again, and I, that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Verse 11. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. All right, let's pray, please. Heavenly Father, again, we come before you uh, by uh, faith in the blood and name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, again, I'm so uh, glad, again, that we can just uh, come before you anytime. Uh, Lord, on a moment's notice, Lord, we have instant access, Lord, and we're so thankful for that, that we can intercede on behalf of others. Lord, we think of those, the many that are sick among us, Lord, we think of the Canes, we think of uh, the McLeans, we think of the Marks, Lord, special prayers for Sister Kreft and uh, others among us, dear God, we're just asking you to touch and to do, uh, dear God, what only you can do in these situations. Heavenly Father, we commit them to your grace, we commit them. Uh, to your wisdom, we commit them, Lord, to your uh, loving care. <clears throat> Again, we pray for uh, Joseph's uh, sister-in-law. And Lord, even uh, uh, people that are here this morning, no doubt, there's burdens upon hearts, people listening in, <clears throat> Lord, uh, things going on in their life. And so, Lord, I'm glad that we can just come, and as you've commanded us to do, Lord, not to lean into our own understanding, but in all our ways to acknowledge thee, <clears throat> dear God, and to cast all our cares upon you. And so, Lord, we do that right now. Lord, we pray for somebody that might be listening. We pray for somebody that might be here, that for whatever point in their life, they've not yet been born again. Lord, we don't want to assume those listening and those here are saved. Uh, but God, you know what's going on in every heart, Lord. And so, Lord, I pray that if there's somebody that's not saved, Lord, you would take the truth of your word and convict that heart and open that heart and help them to see the absolute need of being born again. Uh, dear God, and of putting their trust in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So help that one this day, we pray. And Lord, in everything that's done today, dear God, bless our, our meal later and even this afternoon, dear God. Again, we just commit ourselves in this time to you, Lord, that in everything, Jesus Christ, we get the praise and honor and glory. For it's in his precious name we pray. Amen. Of course, we're talking about uh, the wise men here. Everybody knows this story. But of course, you know, we want to make sure we're biblical about it. We know they always show up in the, uh, in the Christmas play. 
But of course, uh, uh, you know, many assume that there were three wise men because there were three gifts. But, uh, uh, we, but the truth is, you know, we really don't know, of course, how many uh, there were. And I'm sure uh, uh, there were plenty of people with them because I'm sure it wasn't safe to travel alone back in that day, especially from a far, from a far country. So I'm sure they had a big uh, uh, caravan uh, with them during that time. And uh, so, but listen, uh, don't let that mess up your Christmas play and your Christmas story, okay? Don't, I don't want the children going home crying over that, okay? Listen, still enjoy the Christmas play, but still, we want to make sure we understand uh, how it's taught in the Bible. And then, of course, you know, everyone assumes that the, the, the uh, wise men were standing there uh, with the shepherds, and we know that wasn't the case, and we see that here, that, uh, you know, Jesus could have been close to two years, two years old. We know that's why Herod, when he came in, and did the evil thing that he did, that he said, you know, he said, kill all the, the you know, the babies two, two and under there. And so, but, uh, but we understand uh, that. But yet, it's still uh, an important uh, 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 story uh, to look at. And so, we want to look at that here about wise men. I like that, you know, you see people say, you know, wise men still seek him. And that is true. But I just want to look at this stop for this morning. How the wise men found Christ. How the wise men found Christ. Christ. All right. And so uh, we see a couple of thoughts here about how they found Christ. And remember, they came from a far, uh, they came from a far country. And of course, we see how these wise men found Christ and we see how wise men or anybody else, amen, uh, uh, can find Christ today. One, a good thought is the wise men found Christ by getting their eyes off the world. Think about that. They got their Uh, They found Christ by getting their eyes off the world. The wise men began their search because what? They saw a star. Uh, Verse 2 says, all right, saying, saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. Well, I like that, amen. One's, hey, they had to to get their eyes off the world and they had to look up, amen. Amen. Uh, 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 to, find, to find Jesus. And I liked it. It says, they are come to, and are come to worship him. They wanted to get to Jesus for the right purpose. You know, a lot of people want to get to Jesus, but a lot of people don't want to get to Jesus for the right purpose. Right, Herod, he wanted to get to Jesus, but he didn't want to get to Jesus for the right purpose. Hey, hey, we want people to get to Jesus, but we want to get them to Jesus for the right purpose. A lot, unfortunately, a lot of people, uh, they want help from God, but they have a, a selfish motive. Uh, behind it. Hey, we want you to come to Jesus. If you're not saved this morning, we want you to come to Jesus. We want to help you get to Jesus, and we want you to get to him uh, for the right purpose, because he is worthy of your worship. Amen? And I pray that's why we came this morning, to worship and adore him. I like in verse 10 it mentions, it says, and when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And boy, that's a good thought there. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Hey, anything that points you to Jesus, anything that helps you get closer to Jesus, amen, should make you rejoice and bring great joy to your heart, amen? Anything that helps you find Jesus, amen, should stir your heart and make you excited. I'm thankful for all the things that it took, amen, to help me find Jesus and point uh, 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 point me to Jesus. So you see, they weren't satisfied with just looking at earthly things. Something in the sky got their attention, right? Uh, they weren't just uh, tied to, to earthly things, but f- something, something heavenly, something heavenly caught their attention. You know, and as believers, right, 
uh, we're supposed to let heavenly things catch our attention. Amen? Uh, uh, so many times, especially with a lot of things going on, it's so easy to get sidetracked by the things of the world. It's so easy to get sidetracked by the things in life. Boy, our prayer is that, hey, listen, I pray, of course, uh, uh, those that are saved, uh, that their heart and mind would be heavenly word this morning. And I pray, uh, if you're not saved this morning, that you would, hey, uh, 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 get serious and, uh, boy, just uh, uh, let go of the things of this world for a few moments and let uh, God get your heart and mind focused heavenly this morning, amen, and help you find the Lord Jesus Christ. Of course, the, the Bible challenges us as believers uh, to keep our mind uh, heav- heavenly. Colossians 3, 1 and 4, you know these verses, says, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. And so, of course, we know as believers, we're not supposed to be entangled with the things of this life. Set your affection on things above, not on the things of this earth. Now, we know it's a reality. We have to live in this life. We have to deal with things uh, in in this life. But as we've said before, uh, we're supposed to be engaged. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. We're supposed to be engaged with this life, but not entangled in this life. Uh, verse 3 of Colossians 3 says, For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. We're supposed to be dead to the things of the world. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. So, of course, the, the application here is, if we're not careful, all our attention can be focused on the daily physical issues of life. And again, man, uh, 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 so many people, so many believers are, are just sidetracked uh, uh, with, what's, uh, with what's going on in the world, not just with the sickness, but even uh, still uh, 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 with the politics. Man, still, what's it been, a month now or longer? Still, every day I'm getting texts and every day I'm, I, I, I'm getting this. Hey, listen, uh, let's just let the things of earth grow strangely dim for a while. Again, don't walk around with our head in the sand, amen? But hey, let's, uh, let's make sure that our focus is where it should be. Our desires are where they should be. Uh, towards the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, uh, this world is not our home, but we do have to live here. And there are things we must do. There are things we must uh, uh, give attention to. I mean, it, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, don't quit your job tomorrow, right? You still have to have a job and, uh, and, and take care of things. These things are important. But we must allow heaven to our, control our lives, our thinking, right? Uh, we need to make sure that we still have a biblical view towards what's going on in the world. Listen, uh, we may not like what's going on, but we shouldn't be down. We shouldn't be discouraged. We shouldn't be uh, defeated. Amen. We should keep our heart and mind uh, uh, with a biblical focus. So, uh, you know, it might might be a good idea one night, maybe one clear night. There's been some good clear nights recently. Might be just for fun. Might be good. You know, they talk about seeing one star. And uh, it might be good one night just for fun just to go outside and stare at the stars, amen? Just give you a challenge, just go out there and stare at the stars and meditate on how big and wonderful your God is. Hey, that might be a good thing. Do we know a star's not going to appear like that uh, 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 anymore, amen? Uh, that one was for the birth of Christ and uh, great that it appeared. But hey, there's nothing wrong with uh, staring, at, staring at stars, might be a good thing to do just to help get your mind off the things of the world for a while. Just get out there and remind yourself how big and wonderful your God is and how small these things are. Let the things of earth grow strangely dim. 
But you can't help but think of those verses, Psalm 19, 1 through 3. It says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Now, if you really want to get a good glimpse of the stars, you might want to, you might want to take a drive to do that because it makes a big difference. If you've ever been to a place where uh, there's no light, and boy, you just get out there. I tell you, when, when, uh, when we were up in Alaska, and boy, you're out there where there's uh, no light to distract, it's just amazing how big and beautiful uh, you see that this uh, God's creation is. The Bible says, day unto day utter speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech or language where their voice is not heard. So, you know, I don't know if uh, uh, one night uh, they were out there just thinking about a big God out there, and all of a sudden they said, hey, man, notice that. Uh, I haven't seen that star before. And something stirred in their heart. Boy, that'd be good. Get your heart and mind towards the heavenly things and let God stir your heart afresh and anew to seek after uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, to seek after the Lord Jesus Christ. So one, they got their heart and mind on the heavenly things. They got their heart and mind on the heavenly things, and they let the things, amen, those things draw them, and they began a journey to Jesus, amen. They began a journey to Jesus. Notice next, the wise men found Christ by following the scriptures. They continued their search by consulting uh, the word of God. Again, notice here it says, saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? Boy, obviously they must have heard something uh, from the, about the word of God. Knowing not just that a king was born, that it, he was, but he was born king of the Jews. So somehow they must have heard something from the word of God. Heard something from the word of God. So maybe uh, being wise men, I'm sure they studied uh, uh, they, they, you know, they sought for uh, great pieces of literature and, and scripture, and I'm sure they'd heard about uh, the Jews and got uh, portions of uh, uh, scripture, perhaps copies of portions of the scriptures of the Word of God. Don't know if they ever came across this verse, but here's a good verse. Numbers 24, 17 says, I shall see him, but now I shall behold him, but not nigh. There shall come a star out of Jacob, there shall come a star out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. And, of course, the Old Testament talks much about uh, the birth of the Lord uh, uh, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's just uh, 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 amazing that Jesus is all through the Word of God. Of course, we know in Isaiah 7, 14, it prophesies about uh, the virgin birth. And do you know that's one of the most attacked uh, verses in, uh, in, in the uh, uh, modern uh, perversions, right? Uh, you'll see that they usually change Isaiah 7, 14 from the word virgin. They'll put maiden or something uh, 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 like that. I was arguing with somebody about that one time. It says, well, it says maiden. I says, no, it should say virgin. Well, everybody knows she was a virgin. I said, you know why? Because it's in the King James Bible. That's why uh, they know, right? And listen, that's important. Hey, those little things, listen. It is dangerous to mess with uh, the Word of God. Those little things uh, matter. And so uh, Isaiah 7, 14, of course, prophesies about uh, the coming of Jesus Christ. Of course, Daniel speaks of the time of his coming. And then, of course, the verse quoted here uh, from Micah, uh, verse 6 here, says, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor, and thou shalt rule my people. Of course, they're quoting from the book, of Micah. And so, hey, uh, they, 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 somehow they got a hold of the, the scriptures, and then the scriptures got a hold of them. And that's the way it's supposed to work. Amen. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And boy, that's, uh, that's why people need uh, the scriptures. 
And boy, that should be our prayer as we give, as we try to witness to people, Lord, take the word of God and use it to stir people's hearts. You know, maybe you witness to somebody, maybe they didn't save right then, but hey, you've given them the incorruptible seed. And so I don't know who gave them this portion of scripture, but hey, maybe somewhere along the line, somebody gave these people scripture and maybe they'd been praying for them that God used your word uh, to stir their heart. That should be an encouragement to us that, hey, Lord, uh, and he, he, even as missionaries, you know, uh, uh, of course, uh, you know, you get to the mission field and you say, man, I want to start a church in every village. But the reality is, <laughs> you know, you're not going to live long enough to start a uh, uh, um, uh, a church in every village. But listen, just get the word of God out there. Uh, every, uh, every Thursday, uh, when I went back to Bulgaria, Brother Kronz and I, Thursday was our evangelization day. And every Thursday, either we would go and we put out uh, uh, Gospels of John in apartment buildings, or a lot of times what we did, we'd find a village that we know chances are we weren't going to get uh, maybe evangelize in, and we would go out there and we would leave a track and a gospel of John in every mailbox. And we would pray over that and say, hey, we don't know that we'll ever get to come back here and hold meetings, but we at least want to get the scripture uh, in this village and that God could use it to stir somebody's heart and somebody by reading this could get saved. And I've seen that happen. I've been in villages uh, we just had uh, that brother Ben Sargent here who'd been in the Ukraine. <coughs> I, uh, I've been in villages in the Ukraine. And I, I remember saying, how did, this, uh, how did this church get started? And they said, oh, one day somebody uh, uh, found a track or somebody found a portion of scripture and they read it and they got saved and they shared it with somebody else. And several people got saved and we began to meet. And then finally we got a Bible and there's, there was a great church in that place today. So, hey, listen, uh, uh, this shows you how even just a portion of Scripture uh, uh, can do a mighty work and stir people's hearts just like it did among these wise men, among these wise men. So uh, perhaps they didn't have access to all the Word of God at that time, but here's the thing. They responded to what they had. They responded to what they had. You see, God's word is a rich treasure trove of blessing for those who dig in it and study in it. And so listen, if they'll just act on what they have, you know, they believed. Now, here, here, here's the thing. They believed and responded to what was written, and it brought them to him. They didn't understand everything, right? They didn't understand what was going to happen when they began that journey. But listen, they acted on what information they had from God. They acted on what information they had from God. So I think this is an important thing for people to understand. If you're uh, here this morning, and maybe you've been seeking truth, right? Let me share this with you. God does not expect everyone to understand all the scriptures before they come to him. God doesn't expect everyone to understand all the scriptures before they come to him. Hey, listen, hey, I've been at it 33 years, and I'm not going to say I understand everything in the word of God. So I'm glad that you don't need to understand all the scriptures to come to him. I'm glad you don't have to understand all the scriptures to serve him. Amen? But that should be your desire to be a student of the word of God. But here's the thing. If, they will, if people will just move and respond by faith on what they have been given... Again, if people would just move and respond by faith by what they have given, 
Hey, listen, God has done so much to get you to him that if you truly want to know the truth, amen, and the desire, that's what I ask a lot of times when I talk to people. You know, I, you know, I, don't, I don't like to argue with people. I'm not, I'm not an arguer, right? I don't like to argue if I don't have to. If I have to, okay. Right, but I don't like to. So a lot of times I'll just ask and say, listen, friend, do you really want to know the truth? Because if you really want to know the truth, God will help you find the truth, if that's really your desire. And so they wanted, I believe they really want to know the truth. So God led them along. So I think one reason it takes some people so long to get saved. Boy, there's people, man, you've been talking to them for months or maybe you've been talking to them for years. And you think, man, what's that one thing holding them back? Well, I think one reason it takes some people so long to get saved is they just keep telling themselves, right? They just keep reasoning with themselves. Well, if I just understood a little bit more, maybe that'll get me across the line. If I could just learn a little bit more, maybe that'll get me across the line. If, if, if I could just get one more question answered, maybe that'll get me along the line. No, it won't. Amen. If you've been giving the gospel and you've been given uh, some truth and you're not acting on that, hey, listen, you need to act on what God has given you. If the wise men would have had that attitude, they would have never left home. If they said, hey, man, look at that star. Man, look, it, look, I got some, I got some uh, Jewish scripture right here. It says there's going to be a star. Man, I tell you what, I'm just going to hang out here on the edge of town. I hope somebody else comes by and gives me a little bit more scripture. Amen. And if they'll give me a little bit more to add to this, hey, maybe I'll see what that star is all about. Oh, no. Amen. They took what they had and they acted on it by faith. They responded to it by faith. And boy, listen, friends, if you'll just respond to the, what truth God has given you, listen, he'll, he'll make sure you get more. He'll make sure you get what you need uh, to, to come to him. But they were wise, you see. They were wise. So what did they do? They acted upon what they had. They acted on what scripture truth they had. And you know what? They got that, got them, that portion of scripture got them to Jerusalem. That portion of scripture got them to Jerusalem. And you know what happened? When they got to Jerusalem, they got more scripture, and that scripture got them to Bethlehem and got them to Jesus. Amen. That scripture, they, they acted on what they had, and what they had got them to Jerusalem. And when they got to Jerusalem, got them what, God gave them what they needed to get the rest of the way to Bethlehem and to Jesus. And so that's a good question this morning. What are you doing with the scripture knowledge you do have? What are you doing with the scripture knowledge you do have? And how are you acting upon that? And how are you allowing God uh, to work that in and uh, through your life? That's an important thing to have. So, hey, they were wise men. They were wise men. And so, listen, they were smart enough to get their eyes off the things of the world and get heavenly minded, and they moved forward. They were smart enough to take what portion of scripture they had and act upon it. Boy, you're a wise man if you get your mind off the world. You're a wise person, amen, if you take, amen, and you walk in the light of Scripture that God has given you. Finally, we see this. The wise men found Christ because they didn't let others distract them. They didn't let others distract them from their need to get to Christ. Amen. They didn't let others distract them from their need to get to Christ. Look at what it says here. It says, verse 7. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. 
And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when ye have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. You see, the wise men, they didn't let uh, the thoughts of others or the reactions of others distract them. Hey, what Herod do? Herod, Herod got angry. The Bible tells us that Herod was troubled. The word troubled means stirred up. He felt threatened by the fact the Messiah would come to power. And he sought to get more information from the scribes. Listen, there are people in this world like Herod who hate God. They know that he exists, and yet they hate his righteousness and holiness. They might fight him and scoff at those who believe. They don't mind if we have church and keep our faith inside uh, uh, the perimeters of our home and personal lives. However, when our faith is real and expands to all areas of life, it causes, and causes us to share our faith and affects others on an everyday basis. Scoffers hate that. Listen. They didn't let, even though Herod was the king, even though he was a ruler over that area, they didn't let Herod, amen, his reaction stop them from getting to Jesus. The religious leaders, now think about this. Now here, uh, you have the religious leaders there, and somebody just shows up out of nowhere and wants to know, hey, where the child Jesus is. And what do the religious leaders do? They said, oh, Oh, we can answer that question for you. <laughs> and it doesn't even bother them. It doesn't even affect them. They answer their question. They answer the king's question. And then they just go about their business. Well, you know what that shows you? Religion really doesn't care. Religion doesn't care about you. Religion could care less. Religion is a place, amen, uh, maybe to find comfort, but not to find conviction. And not to find the truth concerning uh, Jesus Christ. They, don't, they didn't care about you. Listen, uh, you have religion this morning. Listen, religion, listen, more people go to hell because of religion than anything else. You don't need religion. You don't need religion. Religion will send you to hell. What you need is salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what you need. And boy, those that just stick with religion, you know what to do? They just live a life of indifference. But those that really want to know the truth, God will reveal it to them, and he will get you to Jesus. And he will get you to Jesus. The religious responded. When the religious leaders were summoned by Herod to give more information, they seemed to know what the prophet had written about the Messiah, yet made no effort, yet made no effort towards going with the wise men or to help them really along the way. They were too comfortable with their religion. Again, religion doesn't care if you ever find the truth, if you ever get to Jesus. And then, of course, then the city responded with fear. They were troubled because Herod was troubled. Herod was a ruthless, bloodthirsty man. And, of course, this is obvious at his response and being shunned by, uh, when he was shunned by the wise men. They understood that when Herod was stirred up, it meant trouble. So, our world is like the world. When Jesus was born, they just don't want their comfortable lives to be uh, disturbed. But listen, uh, listen, people need to be, comfortable lives need to be stirred. And people need to be challenged with the truth of the Word of God and who Jesus Christ is. So, our conclusion, question, 
Are your affection on things above? Are your affection on things above? Are you living and acting on the scripture knowledge you do have? Do you want to know the truth this morning? Do you really want to know the truth concerning your sin? Do you really want to know the truth of why this precious child, amen, came into the world? Hey, he was born as unto you a Savior is born, which is Christ the Lord. He was, he was Savior already when he was born. And so do you really want to know the truth of that? Do you really want to know who Jesus is? You can know that today. Hey, in a true sense, if you'll come and accept Jesus Christ, are you guilty? Are you guilty of letting others hinder you from getting to Jesus? Boy, they could have, they could have made a real excuse. Said, man, well, we've come this far, and man, I don't know about this thing. You know, Herod, uh, man, he, he, he seems kind of dangerous. Maybe we should just give up on this journey. Hey, I bet they're glad they didn't give up on that journey. Friend, don't listen. God wants you to know the truth. And if you want to know it, he will get you to the Lord Jesus Christ. This time of year, you know, everyone is singing. We sing a joy to the world, peace on earth and goodwill toward men. Do you know what? Boy, the world loves to sing about joy to the world. The world, you know, you see it on all the Christmas shows, right? Oh, everybody sings that song. Joy to the world, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. But yet, there's no true joy outside of Jesus Christ. John 15, 11 says, These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. If you want true joy, amen, you're going to have to come to the Lord Jesus Christ. There can be no peace on earth outside of Jesus, because he is the Prince of Peace. Isaiah 9, 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. There's no peace outside the Lord Jesus Christ. And we cannot do good to our fellow man outside of Jesus. He's the one that teaches us to love our neighbor. 1 John 4, 21, And this commandment have we from him, that he, he who loveth God loveth his brother also. Hey, listen, friend, let me ask you. Are you a wise man this morning? Or if I want to be politically correct, are you a wise person this morning? Is that, I guess that's the way you're supposed to say in 2020. Are you a wise person? Hey, are you a wise man this morning? Amen. Are you a wise man? Are you a wise woman? Well, hey, here's the truth. Hey, hey uh, listen. Where are your affections? Where are the desires of your heart? Amen. Are they still on the things of this life? Are you pursuing your will for your life or are you pursuing God's will for your life? Listen. Uh, are, you, are you following the scriptures? Are you, listen, if you're not saved this morning, amen, are you trying to get to the Lord Jesus Christ? Again, do you want to know the truth? If you're here this morning or you're listening this morning and you're not sure about your personal relationship uh, with the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray before you leave here this morning. Or if you're listening, I pray that you'll contact somebody you know and listen. Say, listen, I'm tired of trying to figure it out. I'm trying to wait for that next question to be answered. I'm trying to uh, wait till I learn that next thing. Hey, I think God's given me enough. Today, I want to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. Or listen, maybe you know you need to be saved, and maybe you know you need God's will for your life, but you've been letting friends, so-called friends, hinder you Amen. And letting other people hinder you and being where you should be uh, with the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, anybody that would try to keep you from having a daily active personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, let me tell you that right now, they don't care about you. 
They, they do not care about you, and they're not your friend. If you have somebody that you think is your friend, and they don't want you to have the best relationship that you can have with the Lord Jesus Christ, you need to get that person out of your life. Young men, if you have a young girl in your life, and you think, oh, she's this, and she's all that, but yet she doesn't, she doesn't want you to have the best relationship that you can have with the Lord Jesus Christ, you need to get her out of your life. Young lady, if you've got a young man in your life, and the desire, he says he cares about you, but he doesn't want you to have the best relationship that you can have with the Lord Jesus Christ. You need to get that young man out of your life. If you have, listen, and you need to pay attention to that. When you meet someone, hey, how is this person affecting my relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ? And if you don't see they're there to exhort you, if you don't see that they're there to encourage you, if they don't say, hey, listen, how can we uh, serve the Lord together? Listen, that person is not your friend and doesn't really care amen, about uh, you. What they care is about what they can get from you. What they care about, amen, is how you can benefit things in their life. Boy, the best thing you do is to run from that person and run to the Lord Jesus Christ and get your relationship right with him. Hey, I pray you'll do the wise thing this morning, amen. I pray that you'll come this morning. I pray that you will seek the Lord Jesus Christ. Where the need is salvation, where the need is to just get your relationship right with Him, whatever the need is this morning, do the wise thing, amen, and come to the Lord Jesus Christ.